everybody, it's Eric from Make Tables Finest. This week is going to be me starting out. We're going to do something a little different. Um, last week we covered A Song of Ice and Fire, a game that me and my buddy Nick are getting into. And we're really enjoying that because um, we were getting away from playing 40k because the game was getting so stale. And then GW dropped the balance patch on us and now we're all back into 40k again. It was a genius move by Games Workshop. I feel like they felt the community getting a little, you know turn off on their game and how orcs, Dark Eldar, and Admech were kind of taking away the meta. It's nice that they didn't wait so long this time. I don't know if a lot of you played back in the Iron Hand days in 8th edition. It was much longer and Games Workshop kind of didn't do enough or quick enough to change it when Iron Hands were so strong and when they won the, the LVO that year. But I'm really excited about these changes, and since it's just me starting out this week, I'm going to talk to you about it from a Necron perspective. Um, I did not see them giving all these units core. Like, everything except that's not a, you know, canoptic little scarab or vehicle got the core keyword almost, which just opens up so many buffs to the Necrons. Just top of my head, my will be done, plus one to hit on things like wraiths and heavy destroyers is amazing. The plus one to move from the Lord Aura now affects everything around him. So Wraiths can move 13 inches, 14 with Sudden Storm. And then with a 6-inch pregame move, you're looking at Wraiths that can move on turn 1 20 inches. Like, going first, that's so strong just to be able to park those on your opponent's objectives if they took banners or even a move block something. If something can't fly, block off objectives for your opponent. That's amazing. Um... The Veil is another thing off the top of my head that can teleport anything that's core now. So I'm looking at like Scorpec Destroyers, which were a very, very strong melee unit. It's just they weren't that fast with 8-inch movement, and they weren't super, super resilient. So really they would just charge something and die. Now they can hide and teleport with a rerollable charge with that Chronomancer. Like it's not, I think it's like a 40% chance to get in, which isn't super high, but it's... You know, a way to move them, maybe behind some ruins, hide them for a turn, get them in a better position. And then if they're Novak, you can still do that plus one to charge, which makes it even more likely that they'll make that first charge coming in. Um, so for the episode, the main part of the episode, we'll cut to, I'm playing a game of my Necrons versus my buddy Jack's Imperial Guard. Uh, it's the first time Jack's on the channel. So after we cut away, you'll hear kind of our analysis of the game and how we each thought the new rules for each of our factions affected the game. Um, Jack's a very good guard player. He's been playing guard, I mean, since we were playing back in 7th. So he's excited about the 2-up save Lemon Russes and some of the orders stuff he can do. Uh, as far as my Necrons, I'm going to be running, like, all of the new stuff that got core uh, in a Relentlessly Expansionist and 6-inch pregame move. So it's all obsec and 6-inch pregame move. It's 3x5 uh, Wraiths. Heavy Destroyers that got core, a unit of three of them. The Technomancer, a unit of six Scorpex. The Silent King, um, who I threw in there now. Because I think a lot of the stuff that really hurt the Silent King from being on the board is going to be out of the meta. As far as like planes bombing him, laser chickens, even things like the Raiders. You're going to see less Dark Elder Raiders because they went up in points. So it's harder to just take the Silent King off the board. Um, now unfortunately the guy I'm playing today, Jag... He has two Lemon Rust Demolishers, the new Cadian flat three damage, and some flat three damage mana cores. So I definitely cannot play the Silent King aggressively because he still does have the firepower to shoot him off the table 
and that'll be catastrophic to, to my game. So I'm really excited to see what happens, and then once we cut back, we'll see how the game went. Hey everybody, it's Eric from Midtable's Finest. I'm here with Jack. We actually just finished up our game of the new Necrons versus the new Guard. And uh, Jack won convincingly, unfortunately, uh, with his Guard against my Necrons. So I took, uh, I explained the list earlier, but it's the Silent King with basically all the stuff that gets core now. Uh, I took the Technomancer, which he was awesome. The first turn, Jack, I think you killed one Wraith from a unit and one Lich Guard. He brought back both of them for a CP. Yeah, um, despite the amount of firepower put into them, they just bounced it all and then came right back. Yeah, it's awesome. for To bring back, you got to think that's a 35-point model and then a 28-point model. And just for one CP, you get those both back. Now, he's really good for 90 points because you take the Canoptic Cloak. But the downside is, or it's actually cheaper than that, but the downside is he can't, once your army starts moving out on those objectives, and we played direct assault, so it's, the objectives are all spread out, and there's one on the center, he's not going to be up there fighting. Like, he's a one-attack, four-wound dude with no invuln. If anything looks at him, like, Guardsman could kill him. So I kind of left him back, which, I don't know, might have been a mistake with my heavy destroyers, which Jack smartly ignored the whole game. But then he kind of ran out of stuff to reanimate, and he wasn't really doing anything. So, like... So I don't know. I was hoping you would shoot the Heavy Destroyers, Jack. I don't know why you didn't. Well, so... They didn't do anything, but... Heavy Destroyers, I think, are... They have an excellent stat line. However, for the points, I don't think they're worth it. Yes, they're very good against large vehicles. They're good against... Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The Redemptors Redemptors, and stuff? yes. Yeah, that's they're, why they're on the list. They're great against Redemptors, but for weight of shots, I think that if you are not terribly worried about losing your vehicles, you can ignore them. However... The um, what are the ones that uh, that you were charged with the whole, the entire game the the large scorpion looking ones oh the scorpex or the wraiths which ones no the, the wraiths the wraiths yeah, so yeah. the wraiths I think he's excellent for the wraiths the wraiths do a lot they're fast it's just I've played this list enough to know to prioritize them yeah and start shooting yeah at absolutely the so yeah the the heavy destroyers did did he even kill a tank no that was the the Silent King. The Silent King killed did one. all yeah. the work, yeah. Yeah, the Heavy Destroyers, they were shooting through a forest, but I thought with a plus one from the Silent King... Oh, no, 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 they, they killed one Demolisher. They, oh, they did kill one Demolisher. Right, right. That's what they're with the second turn. But anyway, with but with the buff from the Silent King now at their core, they can hit on twos, rear all ones. Shooting through a forest, they were still hitting on threes, and they just flubbed on the second turn. And it, I was like, well, that's bad. So, so part of that, I think, was dice, but also, I mean, we had the forest and... So for, for those of you out in the audience who don't know, all I play is guards, so everything else for me is scenery. So if I screw up names, I'm just learning. <laughs> However, um, prioritizing the center, I think that if the, the wraiths were able to get into the center and hold the center, that would have helped. However, the new Cadian rules saved me for a turn because they counted for double models. And oh, then, yeah, use that really well. Yeah, and, and having Bulgren pile into the center, I mean, I think the points are better spent elsewhere against an army like guard. However... I guess other matchups, the destroyers are still worth it. Yeah, especially because people are going to shoot them, and then I can bring them back, and it's hard to kill. If they're in cover, they have a two-up save, four wounds each, T5, and then with the Technomancer bringing them back. I think I'll, I'll keep them in A-list. Um, the Wraiths, man, your Cadian tank with those new Cadian rules just destroyed a whole unit of five Wraiths right off in turn one. I was like, oh, that's bad. I mean, load, fire, reload is a great stratagem. Uh, unfortunately, they're not vehicles, so you only get one additional shot, but it's, it's huge. Mm -hmm. 
You can also make it free for a turn. The I think the big problem is Cadian by itself, I don't think can carry a guard list. You have to mix it with uh, a, a separate attachment, you know, use your custom regiment traits. But as far as Necrons go, I think the, the new reanimation protocols, the new core rules can be good. Finding that balance is the hard part. I think there's a case to be made for warriors. Warriors could definitely, I mean, now you can buff them up, you can make them more defensible, and you can bring back tons more. That, with that large walker that brings back models, I think. Yeah, the reanimator. Really so the reanimator got core, but it doesn't like help it do anything. But we were just talking after the game before we started recording. Like I played before with fifty warriors, a ghost arc, um, the silent king, and it was basically just like Novak warriors, good and close combat with res orbs, and it's just harder to kill. And especially now, the meta, the way it's shifting. Before that list was dead because of Atbeck. Like. A unit of 20 Rangers looks at 20 Warriors and they go away. And, like, you can't afford that. But now, with the Admech, you know, taking the points hits, I think those lists are not going to be around. We already have seen a shift away from it to the Plains. So I think Mass Warriors are very good, even though they didn't really gain anything through this. They didn't, you know, they had the core before. They didn't really gain anything. Yeah, I think where the power comes out of that is now all of the supporting cast behind the Warriors are better. And, I mean, if you could see this board, ladies and gentlemen out there, there is a giant dead pile of Guardsmen and Bulgren. I think Necrons are now way more killy. They're way more survivable. Um, this, this board favors Guard, and having the ability to move, 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 and move block turn one when you go first is huge. Oh, man, that was annoying. Yeah. Just, yeah. Here's It'll be, the so Guardsmen. I'll, deal with it. I'll have an article up on uh, Frontline Gaming. It'll, you'll see the picture of turn one, Jack. Move, move, move in front of my ruin in my deployment zone, blocking in my Lich Guard. And I took direct assault, obviously, so I figured I would fight in the middle. And when he did that, I was like, hmm, that's annoying. Because I now know I'm not getting direct assault. It gives Jack time to move those Bulgren, who are typically slower into the center. And that was, that was really well played by him. But, I mean, that'll be up on Thursday. You guys can read. But So the Silent King is another thing I wanted to try out. Simply because Necrons have hard time getting that third secondary like they're not like space marines i don't have oath of moment that i no. can throw in like you know you take something that from you, you don't have a free point free secondary. 10 points every game no i don't <laughs> who doesn't have that so i threw in the silent king because now he like his my will be done plus one to hit the plus one move happens to the whole unit which is really good he's not terrible and i think stuff in the meta that can just one shot him off is gone although your list could so i had to put him in the corner which was sad but I think that plus one to, to hit is going to be huge oh, for yeah. warriors. You, you know? put it on. Well, they could always get it, but like on wraiths or immortals. I mean, yeah, well, they could always get it before too. But no, oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, on the wraiths, it's huge. Like a unit of my race uh, again. They're so fast; they can move with my pregame move twenty inches. What they did right out to the center to kill your guardsmen, your super obsec ones, and just that hitting on fours because they weren't in the right spot when I deployed them. They just whiffed hardcore. So I, that's my bad. You just have to make sure everything's in that nine inch bubble to get that buff before they go off and do their thing. Yeah, I think a lot of these buffs favor a castle build, but in this edition you can't really do that. So finding that that that, mm -hmm. that secret sauce that allows you to move and have enough character support is really where it's gonna be at. Yeah. Yeah, I you gotta really plan like you're only gonna get well, one turn of my will be done on things like Wraiths because they're gonna be gone you know far away from what buffed them, right? I mean we're not talking Necrons S tier, but a solid B? I mean, yeah, no, they're very good. Like, they definitely got better. A. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know about that. But they, so, I think Necrons got better less because of the core keywords, although obviously that helps, but more because of Drakari got a little worse, although you could take Talos. But anyway, 
Admat got a little worse. And, like, Necrons never played bad in a Dark Eldar before. You had a game in them. You never played bad in the Marines before, other than the Marines had basically a free third secondary that you don't have, you know, at the moment. Just, like, the really bad matchups got worse for Necrons. Or they got worse, so it's better for Necrons. Like, I might... We have a RTT we're both going to December 11th. I might play 50 Warriors in the Silent King... But even though nothing that list got buffed by this core keyword, I don't know. I mean, I'm really hoping there's a major points rebalance because at this point, I think Guard are going to be the first Codex of 10th edition when that happens. <laughs> I, I don't see us getting a Codex. And, I mean, frankly, all those 9th edition armies, I mean, you know, I'm sick of everyone crying. I hope they all get bashed with the nerf bat and point, you know, increased into oblivion. However, I think neck, I think um, Mechanicus are going to come down because, I mean, even though they're still really good points increases i mean yeah they got hit hard it's as if you killed 200 points that you weren't aware of yeah you know same goes for for dark eldar i mean i think a lot of armies that were struggling in the middle are going to start coming straight up and 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 doing more we're going to see more performance at tournament as far as necrons i mean someone out there has to find that that magic build because i mean it's out there I don't know if there's any good Forge World options or... So there's some. I just don't own, actually, any Forge World for my Necron, so I haven't played... There's, like, a little spider-looking centipede thing. It's not bad. That got core. But I haven't seen anybody take it in any tournament lists. It's interesting. We'll see if, like, the Satan list we were talking about before we right. started recording, like... Triple Satan. Yeah, Triple Satan and Double Satan. I played Double Satan for a while, and it was real good. Oh, and, like, I couldn't Marines, kill it. yeah, anything that... that can't you hide those satan that can't target him with mortal wounds like but then when orc planes and bombers and abic bombers became a thing i was like well i can't play satan because they'll get bombed off the table but now that's not going to be part of the meta so maybe those satan start coming back yeah i think we'll still see flyers on the board i think two flyers is still pretty good will it be the level it was probably not i mean against orcs i have outside of admech i think guard has some of the best shooting in the game I couldn't deal with that many orcs. I mean, yeah, all the buggies I could take. No, oh, it was bad. Yeah, I play. I played a, a good orc player with a bunch of buggies. Actually, he took mainly like, more like of the the bikers and the boar boys with buggy and only a few buggies, and it was still like, oh, these are terrible. Like they were like because they're damaged too. They were killing Lichguard, and it was bad. So I'm glad that's out of the game. This is ridiculous. But so we'll see what happens December 11th. I might just play warriors and go like. But it feels bad to take the Warriors, who didn't change in this update. But I honestly think that is a better list right now for the meta than taking a bunch of Wraiths, making them all obsec, and six-inch pregame move. So I really like the Wraith build. I think if the Silent King goes, there's more points to do some uh, in the Heavy Destroyers. <laughs> I mean, the Heavy Destroyers have their place, but I don't... I think for the points, if you get rid of them, you get rid of the Silent King, you can pack in a bunch of warriors, maybe bring a Satan. I mean, there, there's work in there to be done. True, yeah. I mean, the, the Satan's 350, the Silent King's 450. Or, well, the Void Dragon Satan, which I like in the meta right now. But, oh, man, I just... I love having the Silent King for a code of combat. Like, I, I can get nine points from that guarantee basically every game, no, I, at I, least. I hate his stupid face. I know, you don't like him because he just deletes Slim and He does, and, and I think it's a small grudge that you'll see over and over on this channel. The Silent King, when he's on the board, I want him gone. He kills Russes. He's an excellent-looking model, and he's just a pain to deal with. I can hide behind this ruin. You're too big. No, he doesn't. <laughs> nope. 
Counts to 16 wounds. Ridiculous. Yeah, and, and the tables that we play on at, like, Tables and Towers, there's places to hide him. Like, if we played at some stores I've gone to where there's nowhere to hide him, I wouldn't take him. Because oh, just hope. As soon as the Meneers die, he's just a liability, basically. But once he, I mean, this game, I had to put him in the back corner because I knew as soon as, if I deployed him anywhere that could be shot, you would kill those Meneers, and he loses a lot of effectiveness. But I last game... We played. He actually got to in with the Bulgrin and make stuff fight last. Oh, that's oh, disgusting! It's so good. It's if you can really use the Silent King to his full potential, get him in combat, get him shooting with the Meneers, you know, make things fight last. Give him, give out the two my will be dones. He's worth his four hundred fifty points. Like there's, there's not a lot of big models like that in the game that's worth it. I, he is worth it. Okay, so predictions for the future. You have the core keyword coming to all these new units. We're looking at a new chapter proof, and if what they say is true, that they write them months back when. You know, we know oh, what the meta is. The case. What do you think will drop in points? No, if they do, though, Admech so, are going to be pointed higher. Maybe not orcs, but... Yeah, well, the they already changed the Admech. So the ones that came out for Admech and Dark Elder, that was from the chapter yes. approved coming out. So well, it's cool that they gave it to that so early. So Necrons will probably get something. Yeah, so Necrons needed to absolutely go down. Silent King plus 300 points. Right? Oh, my God, that would be amazing. No, he... I, the no, Silent no. King is properly pointed. The What's not is the other characters, like... A lord or an overlord is 130 points with a res orb. That dude has four attacks with a two damage war scythe. He's awful. Now, he does give you plus one to hit on a lot of stuff now. That stuff's core. No, he needs to come down. But, like, 130 points, the succubus that you can make a murder machine is still 80 or 90 now with her equipment. Like, there's no reason that overlord's that expensive. Well, I mean, for his cost, you could get two units of guardsmen, probably with plasma guns. I mean... You heard it here first. Like, guardsmen need to come down to four points. That's wild. It That's, needs to happen. I'll die on this hill. Guardsmen <laughs> are properly pointed. They're amazing troops, and you can take a ton of them. Guard points aren't the issue. The issue is your lemon russes aren't survivable enough. And they are now. No, even with a two-up save. They're... I would happily keep this codex if everything came down by 20%. Yeah, points. everyone would. That's every <laughs> army in the game. That's crazy. No, absolutely not. So if your Russ's got a rule like they ignored, they subtracted one damage, that would be cool. So I can get that on a tank ace ability, but flat three damage on everything else. Yeah, is no, you need the absolutely. Yeah, they should just have it, I think, on their data sheet. I mean, and then, man, if you actually, if you just got that and left everything the same, your army would be way, way, way better. Bane blades need a two plus save. That's hilarious that they're, yeah, they're they need, saving your Russ's. But this, this is a Necron channel. Let's 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 start. Yeah, back that this way. is supposed to be the Necron episode, but <laughs> yeah. Jack's excited about the guard because they got all this. Well, they got some cool new stuff. And I, it was interesting. We're going to keep it on guard even though you just said that. So you got the splashing of orders thing, right? Yeah. But you didn't do that at all no, this no. game because so, you you, yeah. all you do is move and move, right? No. I mean, so the splashing of orders I don't think is worth it. I, I mean, one Vox caster can order two units, but if you're smart, you're going to be moving your screen in two directions at the same time. So no one's going to be close enough to give each other orders. And as each guard unit gets deleted, you're going to replace it with another unit right. in the same position. You're never going to actually use that. I think where, where the the only real change that I thought did any good for guard is having a 2-plus save on Russ's was incidentally better, and especially against you know AP2. But then having that Relic Battle Cannon that you can give load, fire, reload to with exploding sixes didn't do much this game. Well, okay, against that unit of rates it did. Yeah, it deleted them. It's phenomenal. <laughs> I love it. I like it's, flat yeah, exploding sixes on that flat three battle cannon is but awesome. Cadian alone is not worth making a build around. I you think. splash it in, yeah. Yeah, just a little bit of Cadian. Yeah, because your other, is it a battalion? 
Yeah, is, so a battalion and a patrol. Yeah, and your other thing is the spotter details and the gunnery experts. Yeah, and that does what? So plus six inches on the demolishers, making them a thirty-inch range, and then I can reroll the random numbers of shots, which is better, frankly, on 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 everything. I yeah, think. and then you give them the order to reroll ones, and right. they're awesome. As long yeah. as they don't get deleted by a silent king, who's really good at that. <laughs> who's really mad? Although you get to roll a save now, they have two up. You get to roll a six. <laughs> you never did, but no. you get you get to make that roll. That's exciting. It's oh true. man, how do get that second turn? During the game, like, broke my back. And again, it'll be in an article on Frontline Gaming on Thursday. But I think I shot, at a four wound rust, I shot the Silent King's two damage guns. I should have shot everything at it. I killed a unit of Guardsman. And then I shot three Heavy Destroyers. I did zero wounds. And I was like, that's bad. And then I veiled Scorpex, which you can now do because they have a core keyword, which is cool. I like that a lot, by the way. Yeah, so they have a nine-inch rerollable with a Chronomancer, which is like a 30, 40-ish percent. They didn't make it, but I was like... At that point in the game, when you veil, it shouldn't be at the very beginning of the game while they're just going to get murdered if they don't make that charge. Like, Was well, there any way to give them plus two to charge or plus one to charge? So they can get plus one if they're Novak. Uh, they just get plus one to charge. I like that. Yeah. So like a Novak, because I think eight-inch rollable goes up to like 50%. And I'll 50-50 something. That's cool. I'll, so, like, I did that with my Warriors when I played Novak. And I think it's the reverse. I think it's better. If it's your turn one and you know you have a 50-50 shot at that charge, if you can get up in there turn one and pin someone into their deployment zone, I think it's 100% worth it. Oh, yeah. So if – and you have to know the game. Like, if you're at a disadvantage against someone and, like, that is your hel- – not even helmet, a 50-50 shot of this will swing the game in my favor, Go, I'll, I'll take that shot. Do it. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, being able to veil stuff because you can only do it with a core keyword, like Scorpax, is, is awesome. Now, they – unfortunately, the way the game played out, they had to run over and kill 10 guardsmen because you were shooting me off all the objectives, <laughs> and they had to go sit on an objective because I took Stranglehold – and that's another thing. I should have looked at the board like, and known, I'm not going to rumble with you in the middle of this table because I can't trade with you. So if I had not had the Cadian, the new Cadian stratagem where I can double what the guardsmen count for, you would have taken that 100%. So I, I, I will make a redaction to my earlier statement. I love that stratagem. I think being able to, to double your units is better. Than just having one guard. That is true. The I first like turn when you, it's like, so everything in my army is obsec from my custom dynasty. And that would have been, I would have, if it would have been against Bulgren, that would have been it. Yeah, but then you made your guardsmen, you never charged them in, you just like towed one in, and then your they observers. count as double, which is, yeah, and then I don't have any troops in my game, or my stuff would also count as double. You did a good job of denying me that direct assault, which I took direct assault and stranglehold, thinking I would hold the middle, and when I didn't for two turns, I was like, well, that's game. I can't. There's no swinging back of this. And then when I didn't kill your Russes on turn two, I was like, oh, yeah, it's it's going very badly. <laughs> I think uh, part of that is dice, but I think um, th- there's got to be some way to build more redundancy in this list. Everything in this list is optimized to do well. The problem is there's not a backup for it. That is true. Yeah. So that's that's I think that stems from the points of Necrons. Like, right. So Dark Eldar, when, when I play against my our buddy that plays Dark Eldar, like, I'll kill his witches that hop out of a raider and go take an objective. But he's got three more of those units. Ne- Necrons don't have that. Like, once I send my five race over here to this objective in the corner with the direct assault, that's all that was over there. Like, I really do like the wraiths as a unit. They're fast, oh, they're, they're yeah. tough. And, and the winner OPSEC. Yeah, I, I like them a lot. It's just... I think they need to be attacking and not holding objectives. If there's a way to, to put wraiths and warriors together in a list with a satan or two, I think that's that's awesome sauce because, I mean... Mm. Yeah, there got, is without the Silent King for sure. Yeah, you got warriors, people do it. Yeah, warriors are pressing the middle of the mm-hmm. board. They're taking away objectives. Well, and and while, meanwhile, the wraiths are just a, a beat stick. 
Yeah, and the race hitting on threes now, if, if when you give them the might well be done. Yeah, I like that a lot. Is because race hitting on fours are not a beat stick. I mean, if, I mean, I played the um, like the Wraith Rush list where it's fifteen wraiths at the last tournament I went to last month, and if they kill stuff, it was basically a bonus. Like they were there to go up, be tough, and sit on objectives and be really annoying. And they can fall back and charge, which is really good, which I didn't get to do this game, unfortunately, because you just killed them There was too much fighting in the middle anyway. Yeah, they would have just stayed in the middle. But, yeah, Wraith are awesome. And now, another thing about Wraith is, with that plus one movement aura for Lord, they get that, so they move 13 inches. Then you have Protocol of Sudden Storm, which now affects them, what affected them before, but... Now they can move 14 inches right off the bat, and with a 6-inch pregame move, you can move 20 inches. Yeah, I think having that and having Satan in there to, to just dish out those mortal wounds, especially mm. in the beginning of the game, an army like mine, a large horde army, or even you'll see this with Admech, you know, it's very balled up. If you can just start dropping mortal wounds left and right. I yeah, think. actually, I think a lot of armies are going to go back to more more bulk of units. Not so much like a horde, I wouldn't say, but more... They're going to need to. Yeah. yeah, more units on the board to try and trade over objectives. Because the game really boils down to, you know, we're both going to score roughly the same. Even though you basically shot me off the board, we scored the same roughly primary. I think you might have got five more. But then it boils down to, like, even if... I could still do my secondaries if I pick good secondaries like that. So it just boils down to... Do you have more units than me to trade to sit on objectives? And in this one, you use yours very wisely. Yeah, I killed a ton of guardsmen, but you just sent them out in little waves, basically. Yeah, unfortunately, that's what they're for. I mean, a game where guardsmen lived a lot longer would be great, but, I mean, having your trading pieces is big. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, really, going forward for Necron, is, is, is there any way to take OBSEC away from an enemy unit? Do Necrons have that ability? No, unfortunately you don't. It's, that would be really cool, especially if with the all OBSEC custom dynasty. Um, I would like that a lot. So I, I think I am going to try the Satan again. I really like the Silent King. It's just, I, I think he's just he's overpointed. I think you can get more value for your buck having... More warriors in there, just more units that can go more around the units, boards yeah. doing Cause, actions. Because that, that was a problem here, is I didn't have enough units to trade with you. Like, no. I did what my units, like, I, I spread them out as best I could. Or maybe that's my flaw of planning. Like, with my list, I should look at it and say, okay, I, I'm not strangleholding with this list because I can't spread out like this. This list would have done very well against, I'd say, Marines. In, in a big way. I think you have the tools to kill Marines mm-hmm. and hold them. I think where this list falls short is against, it doesn't have a lot of horde clearance. Yeah, or, or things of trade so against, I don't think it would do very well against Dark Eldar or Admech, I don't think now, with the new builds of Admech. I mean, does anybody do really well against Dark Eldar or Admech? So Necrons can play a game in the Dark Eldar. Like, obviously, they're, they're more aggressively appointed than Necrons are. But, like, every time I've played our buddy that plays Dark Eldar, I, I've had an okay game. Because they're so fragile, and we're not bad at... Oh, yeah, if there is if there's squeaking in the background, we're out in my garage, and that's the little air vent. That's top. the Silent King limping off the field. Yeah, <laughs> he needs some oil. Oh, The Silent King lived. He was fine. That's true. It just it didn't matter that he lived. No. Oh, but it was a great game, man, and, and we'll, we'll play some more. We'll see what happens, what I take December 11th. Yeah, I think moving forward, I think, I think there is a case for Necrons. I think there's going to be a lot more experimentation that needs to take place, but... I think with the with everyone else going up in points, all the S tier armies raising in points, staying at your points level plus obsec, there's going to be a lot more variation in the game, and I think Necrons especially have the tools to capitalize on the fact that everyone else can bring way less stuff. I mean, essentially you've 
without having to lift a finger, you've killed 220 points of AdMech off the bat because they can't afford to bring it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's awesome. And especially now they can't do the playing list. And yeah, we'll, we'll see. AdMech still have very good builds, though. Like, AdMech are not a bad army now. Like, they didn't drop a ton. Good Admex players will still be able to make that codex, win GTs, win big events. Oh, I mean, it, it will. I mean, their models don't look as guard, you know, as good as guard units. And, <laughs> you know, I, I think just you're going to see these lists. So, people are going to be so tooled up to beat Admech and to beat Dark Eldar that you know, armies like Necrons or Sisters or there's even a case to be made for, um, you know, some Marine chapters you don't see as much, you know. I mean, uh, Space Wolves might actually be able to pull one out. Because not only is everyone tooled up to fight Dark Eldar and, and Admech, but they've lost 200 points worth of stuff. Yeah. Well, I know our, our local metas, there's a ton of Space Marine players. Like yes. All different chapters, all different kinds of like Space Marines. I mean, uh, Space Wolves, Blood Angels, a ton of White Scars, mm-hmm. Iron Hands. Like Ooh, I want to see what uh, Black Templar are going to be doing on the field. Because everyone's... There wasn't a big you know uh, discussion about Black Templar until recently. Now, everyone's saying Black Templar might be the new... You know, hotness for Marines. Yeah, so Black. I think Black Templar uh, are they the best. I don't know if they're the best Marine chapter now. They're very good, but then something like Grey Knights and Tyranids now, I think are going to take the place of the Tyranids. Yeah, yeah, of the Admech Dark Eldar. Maybe not Dark Eldar because they didn't really lose that much in the. They can pivot to another list, but. I mean, those like Hive Guard that can shoot out a line of sight and get all those buffs from the Leviathan thing or whatever that book is called, yeah. Octarius book, that's going to need to be changed down the road. Like, out of line of sight shooting, that's that powerful. It can get full rerolls. No, 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 no. Yeah. Mana cores are what I need. It, I mean, look what happened to Flyers. Flyers got nerfed into the ground. You don't touch my Adeline shit. You know, I can't even say it. <laughs> so your Mana cores are, are fine because they, they hit on fours. They If you can see something, you can make them hit on threes. They roll 2d6. Like, they're fine. Flat... They're, they're strong, but they're fine. Right. But the Hive Guard are, I believe, hit on threes. They drop their little mines. Get, and they get, no, those are the Biobores. The oh, Hive right. Guard are the ones that don't need a line of sight. People take them in units of sixes, and they get full rerolls to hit. And I think they can reroll their damage now, their D3 damage. Ooh, that's pretty nasty. Yeah, it's, it's bad. I mean, I want to see Nids do more because, I mean, when was the last time anyone really saw a lot of Nids at a tournament? I mean, I love the look of the models. Yeah. Especially back in, what, 6th edition, 7th edition. They were oh, pretty yeah. cool looking. Yeah, I played I, when I was playing just me and my buddy actually played Necrons. I played Nids, and they, I love those models. And they still haven't changed for the, all that time, which I don't is think cool. they need to, though. No, they look awesome. Yeah. They're really cool. Especially the Carnifex. Yeah, if, well, he's garbage. Hot garbage. Yes. All the, there's like eight different variants, and they're all bad. It's like GW put them all in there. I was like, all right, it's, <laughs> it's a game. Can we make all eight variants of the Carnifexes bad? I mean, and, I, I feel like we're looking at like a... You look at armies that have great-looking models, and then there's, like, a soundboard. And, you know, you have to treble your base, and there's just a suck meter that they turn up just to, <laughs> oh, just to screw with it. For Carnifexes? Yeah. yeah. Although, oh, Tyranids are going to be very good now. Yes, yes, they will. Overall, but not Carnifexes. So, yeah. we'll, we'll see. And the good thing about Necrons is I think they can play well in the Tyranids. I think if you bring a lot of warriors, you're going to trade up, especially... If you buff up, you buff them up. You put them in cover. That is, yeah, because yeah. Hive Guard aren't killing twenty no, warriors. Not no way, especially now you can reanimate as much as you can. Yeah, but two, if you get two resorbs in there, yeah, yeah, it's it, we'll see. What about things like the obelisk? I mean, the uh, like the monolith. Yeah, that's it. It's I mean, it's not good. It's it's cute. Yeah, it's adorable. I would say it's adorable, but <laughs> it's not good. 
So 380 points has like some guns and like it, it like auto hits a close combat, which is hilarious, but it's super slow. You can make it obsec, I guess, would be the coolest thing. But it's not worth its points. It's like at that point, just like take 380 points of other stuff. Um, I don't know. I might just end up playing Novak Warriors, but like I'll feel I like bad. It. I like it. No, because it's feel not bad. different. Like it's not none of the new core stuff is in it. It's a Ghost Ark, Fifty Warriors, the Silent King. I, I just think with the points reductions across the board, that's worth it. I mean, uh, yeah, I think I think it does play yeah. well under the meta. I'm gonna be completely wrong going three at this RTT. <laughs> I knew I should have played all wraiths. Yeah, but we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah. thanks for the game, man. No, that was a great game. I mean, we will be back hopefully in a week. This this episode came out two weeks after the last one, which Nick Nick and I just talked about a song of ice and fire of a Shaq hates, but. I mean, hates is an understatement, but yes, yes. I mean. Well, we'll be talking about Warhammer now. This, the show kind of took a little veer, one episode veer away from Warhammer because I was really down on the game. But now that this FAQ has come out, GW is geniusly uh-huh. shifting me back. I'm, I'm interested now again to see see what happens with the meta. So and that's to, how they get you. No, 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 you need to get into the mindset that Guard has been in since 6th edition. Yeah, whatever. I mean, we suck, but Katie stands, right? No, Katie. Cadia does not stand. Cadia stands. Exploded. No, absolutely not. But it doesn't. No, can't. Cadia stood today. Cadia stands. Oh damn. Cadia stands. A patrol of them. <laughs> sure. No, 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 no. A battalion of them. A patrol. Oh, of okay. Them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Wow. That yeah. was that was a harsh it, comeback. It was Jack. revenge for Creed. I'm sorry. It was bad. When I when you held the no, center on that lucky. second turn, I was like, mm, this is going to be a bad game. No, I got lucky. Last game, uh, Necrons wiped the floor with me. It was pretty. And bad. that was fifty warriors. In yes, the... and and exploding rushes every turn. That yeah, that was hilarious. Oh yeah, no, no. Yeah, Although your rush exploded this game too. I love it. I love when vehicle. Although you should be able to re-roll that roll because it sucks when your thing explodes. Like the Silent King. Another downside to him is if he explodes, he explodes <laughs> a four up. It's what, 2d6 inches, d6. If he does that in the middle of your Necrons, you're going to have a bad time. Is there anything more gratifying than blowing up a knight? <laughs> a oh, titanic yeah. Titanic explosion. Yeah, I oh. lost a, a tournament game one time because I was playing in uh, Chaos with a knight. And my knight, turn one, blew up in the middle of all of my stuff and did a massive amount of wounds like. To all my things. I was like, hmm. I start the game basically down. I'm playing 1,500 points now. All of my other things are wounded. That game did not go well. On the uh, last side note, I think Necrons now will pair very well into Knights because I think Knights are coming back. Now that they have OPSEC, I think they could do Oh, yeah. Well. That makes them very good. Um, which, again, is another reason you should take the Heavy Destroyers, the all OPSEC stuff. And the Warriors, like, Knights aren't killing 20 Warriors unless they're shooting multiple Knights at... 20 like and then you play the the game of cool you killed my 19 warriors this guy is out of line of sight of you now i'm gonna res all 19 back <laughs> good luck yeah so i don't know we'll see we'll see what if i play the 50 warriors or not we'll, we'll talk about it on here but jack thanks jack will be on more i know this is the first time he's been on he's part of our team the crack dealers he's played guard since forever since well we played started playing in seventh we got back into it in seventh he, eric tricked me back into this game that's right you know uh, gave me some free guard and next thing i know i'm looking at a table full of guardsmen i'm painting them all and i'm reading got too em. many guard books again and now his kids can't go to college no better figure it out kids because daddy's gotta buy some more warhammer <laughs> stuff <laughs> so we end the show uh every week jack doesn't know this because he doesn't listen to the show because he's a bad teammate that's but not true we end the show every every week with our story time where we tell a warhammer story jack of like games we played before, or whatever. Oh, sure. It's like our it's like our stick. So 
got any any good stories? I know you do because you've played with us for years. I think my my one good story was would be back in um, when at the end of seventh, beginning of eighth, when Eric tricked me back into this, and the relic of Katie was back, and it was just a beautiful oh the beginning thing. of eighth. Oh, oh, it was great. God. It was it was glorious because in those days a an ogrin could absorb an ogrin bodyguard could absorb wounds for a vehicle. So we had this... What a trash game. Oh, it was great. We had this, this great ogre, and we painted him up, called him Mongo, if anyone's seen Blazing Saddles, and he just he stood there and he, with his catcher's mitt, catching wounds, taking one wound at a time. I mean, it, we, I took him to a, an event called Shorehammer, which, we, you know, we were the baby seals at the time, so we got clubbed horribly. But, you know, watching him sit up there, intercepting wounds over and over, and then popping the Relic of Lost Cadia and having it every turn... I mean, Both of those things time. are excellent examples of, like, did a guy, like, do mushrooms and, like, go in a dark room and, like, write those rules? All right, so you got this Bulgrin. He can tank wounds. He can take wounds for the tank. I was like, what? He could just stand in front of your tank? No, no, no. He's on top of the tank. We feed him candy corn. <laughs> he's just he's happy up there with his catcher's mitt. I mean, and, and at this time, as we all remember, something happened to Katie at the beginning of 8th, and it was very sad. It was very traumatic. So having that ability to just just our our brief broken rules was beautiful. I guess we should also say that I played chaos. So your other BS rule <laughs> was your relic of lost Cadia that somehow you could pull it out of your little pouch or whatever and go. This is yeah we're all hate chaos. I get it. That's cool. But then he puts it back in his pouch and he just does it again. You know, it's every turn. It's motivated. so your guardsmen are just like it's out again. Yeah. <laughs> and a big part of that was like you know the hell with Abaddon. Yeah, they were very excited. No, no, I was, I was, then they FAQ'd it to be like, yeah, once it's revealed, obviously we meant no, it's then revealed. No, it should be even better. But everyone in those days was, was just, the, the hurt was real. Oh, yeah, that, the, game, the, that game was wild. We were yeah, playing with yeah. the, the uh, what are they called, the indexes? Oh, God. Yeah, and, and points didn't make any sense. And then we had our rules all wrong, so squadron damage was we thought was still a thing so one rust would pop three rusts and it was just it was bad that's what happens when you play in your garage with just two people and yeah. then you go to a tournament and you realize all the wrong things that you've done but then you look back at those starry-eyed wonderful days and you realize we we can't go back we, we are those now, black yeah. players that we hated so much now, now i'm out here mad that i'm losing to my garage with these stupid guardsmen you know i'm staying up late at night when i should be getting ready for work just like how do i get more points out of this list what combos did i miss Oh, and that's that's why GW's got us basically. All right, man. Well, uh, next week we might have you on again. I don't know. We might do Nick. We might do all three of us. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening. And I'm sure more people are excited that we're talking about 40k instead of a song of ice and fire. So we'll and see you guys. Remember what? Katie, remember, Katie broke before the guard did. Just remember that. Wow, that's you can't see. I mean, Your planet exploded. How are you proud about that? I mean. Can't explain it. All right, we're stopping the podcast now. (laughs) 